Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And uh, as you know from, uh, if you're a regular listener, you know that I have a tremendous amount of respect for the people who lead our chambers along the coast and really enjoy checking in with them because they, they really, if you think about it, they have their their finger on the pulse of small business and large business for that matter, but they have a good sense of what sort of the economic situation is. And uh, I enjoy it greatly when, when they spend time with me here on Coastview. And one of the people who's sort of the head of the pack in a lot of ways is Adele Lyon from the, from the Coast Chamber. And before we go any further, let me just say, how you doing, Adele? You know, doing pretty good, Ricky. How about you? I'm doing good. Hey, it just occurred to me. It's kind of a running little joke between Kyle and uh, Adele and me. When she joins, we either can't see her or we can't hear her. And it just hit me. Did everything work perfectly this time? Um, I think I figured it out. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Why? I think when I try to sign in using my Skype, so it's better if I go as a guest. Yeah, so I'm okay. a guest today. Well, it it really has turned out. Look, you you sent me the chamber. You know, again, no rest for the weary in your world. You guys have a lot of important upcoming events. We're going to cover some of that. Um, Coach Young Professionals recently for, announced Forever Young recipients. You've you've done some grants. There's a lot going on. We'll get into all that here in just a se- second. Just in general, though, how are things going at the at the chamber these days? Well. Um... We at the chamber, like everybody else, are, are looking for some staff members. We've had folks who have been with us for a while, some a little shorter, um, that have had new opportunities come their way. And, you know, they went on to pursue those. And we're always happy to see when people have um, chance for growth or change in their job. And so we're looking to hire some folks. We've got our Biloxi Chamber and Gulfport Chamber positions that are currently open and we're gathering resumes, kind of getting into the interview process. Um, So looking for some new folks who can offer some fresh ideas and new energy. Well, cool. You know, I I tell you, I don't care who it is I talk to. It always comes back to there's still a bit of a challenge hiring people. Uh, I don't. It, I don't care what segment of the economy we're talking to. It doesn't matter. No one reports everything's going gangbusters when it comes to hiring people. What are you hearing from from chamber members? Is this just an ongoing issue? And how do you know what? How do we overcome it? You know, um, it is an ongoing issue with everybody, and. You know, I don't know. I feel like if I knew that answer, how to overcome it, I I could go change the world for sure. And I'm trying to do that. Um, As a matter of fact, I had a call the other day from a research company that's doing a a project called Where Are the People? And they're looking at where are where is everybody to fill these jobs? Where did everybody go? Um, Did people just retire? We certainly have seen a lot of growth in new small businesses. I mean, one-person operations, 
where people are working from home. Um, that's exciting, but at the same time, that is a tough road to hoe for entrepreneurs. It's, you know, right now finances and getting, um, you know, interest rates are going to be higher on any type of loan that you might get to start a small business. Um, but we love, that's the entrepreneur spirit. spirit. We love it, um, but that is a tough uh, road for people. Um, eight out of 10 small businesses fail in the first five years. That's been a statistic that the Small Business Administration has reported for a, a really long time. So uh, we hope, I hope that it's people that are branching out and starting something new, but I just, I don't know where, where all these folks are meeting on a daily basis because I need to find out and get there and tell them to come on and, um, and look at some of the opportunities that are out there. You know, Dale, we've talked about on the show before, there's been this ongoing conversation about this, but obviously hindsight is, we're so much smarter looking at it. You know, when the when the pandemic hit and we had to shut the economy down and it, it, was, it impacted literally every business in the world for that period of time, I don't think we could, it's kind of, it's kind of like Katrina. When Katrina hit, it challenged us on so many levels. We never, we could have never imagined something like that. And so you learn from it. You, you learn a lot from it and you get better because of it. The pandemic's kind of like that too. That there, I don't think we ever could have really appreciated that the pandemic and then sort of the federal response. I mean, you can criticize the federal response, but the reality is we will never know for sure if, if they had not done some of the things they did what the impact might have been for example pip for example you know how many businesses did that save you know um how many how many how many families did they save as a result of of the unemployment uh benefits that they gave I, you know again i'm not trying to analyze the good bad the ugly right. about what that was about but the reality is the pump came unprimed for just about every single business employees the business the the uh, the supply chain into that business. When you start to understand the massive impact of of unpriming the pump, and then what it takes to prime it back again, we take for granted. When our economy is running smoothly, we take for granted all the elements that it takes to create a smooth economy, and it's going to be hard for us to get back there again. It's just going to take time. Is that sort of the way you read it as well? Yeah, and, and let me give you an example of that. We have the Biloxi Seafood Fest coming up in you know mid-September, and I guess I'm scarred from uh, scarred more ways than you probably know or realize or want to really remember. Um, but last year at the Seafood Fest, we had a tough time. You talked about chain, supply chain. Uh, we used those to-go boxes. You know, people get their fried fish and shrimp and everything. And uh, we just couldn't get enough of those. And I was out scouring, you know, any place that sold those. And we just couldn't find them anywhere. So now for this year, I'm like, I'm ready to order these things and have them stacked in my office and start almost, you know, kind of hoarding um the things that we need because we just don't want to be short again so you're you're here's just a seafood fest in a town that's been going on for 40 plus years um but that's how the pandemic affected people couldn't get there to go fried shrimp and god knows you got to have your fried shrimp you know you, you look at the impact on the automotive industry, really it's changed the automotive industry and how people go about buying cars and we bought a car recently and and one of the uh, we wanted to have um, mud um, mats in the, in the car. You know, the the, the dealer provides. You know, the, the, the right. made for that car. And they said, "Be happy to get them for you. It's going to take a few months." 
<laughs> everything is impacted. Everything yeah. is impacted. And hopefully, hopefully things will begin to settle down. I mean, there's some, you know, there's some lights at the end of the tunnel we're beginning to see in some respects. And then, of course, you have the, the, the war in Ukraine and the impact that it had on grain shipments around the world and, you know, the, the whole issue around energy. And wow, man, it's complicated. It's really complicated. And, and it, you know, where the weather sitting Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keeps you on your toes for sure. You can't you can't sit back for one minute because you got to be looking forward and looking forward and being prepared all the time. I am pleased though. What's interesting, in spite of these challenges, supply chain challenges, employee challenges, you know, the economy. If you just look at the macros of the economy for coastal Mississippi, they're pretty strong. So yes. what that what that tells you is that you know money's being spent. You know, services are being provided. People are coming here to, to visit. And it means a lot of businesses are making do in, in, in some cases, very difficult circumstances, but they're providing the necessary services so that the economy can continue to roll. And that really is, that's a story of resilience. Again, I talk about resilience on this show all the time, but that is really a story of resilience. What small business, what medium business, what even large business are having to do to fill the, the gap because they, they're missing some employees that they need. That's that's a good story, isn't it? Well, it, it is certainly. I mean, anytime you have a robust economy where people are spending money and money's flowing, um, you know, like we're mentioning, the downside of that is people are making do, but there's a burnout effect. And there's a, you know, just um, at some point you just can't, you can't go anymore um, or you can't go the way you have been. You maybe have to find how to do it differently. And that's where you're seeing some companies that um, you know, the, the shorter hours or, um, you know, limited menus we've seen, you know, just doing the best you can with what you got. You know, it's a good situation yeah. to be in, but there's the downside to it. And um, let's hope we can get back to a good balance soon. Someday. Yeah, it'll be, in it'll be interesting to see what the new normal is in terms of total hiring, because some businesses have learned to do more with less and so and and it's and it's helped their bottom lines and so it's going to you know be interesting to see some are not going to travel as much as they used to they're going to be using technology to do some of that right. um, it's clear that if there's an opportunity for someone to work partly remotely at least that that's kind of an ongoing expectation now from especially young workers who have learned a new way to to do things, and uh, so the world's gonna it's gonna continue to change, and it's it's um you know Mississippi coastal Mississippi especially has really held its own during this whole process, and you find yourself in a position where you can you can really understand how difficult it's been for some people to keep going, but they just keep going. And you hear it probably just about every day, don't you? Yeah. Um, you know, most people say I don't have a choice. This is my business. I've got to keep going. This is my livelihood. These are my employees. They're my family. Um, so absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're talking with Adele Lyons from the Coast Chamber. When we come back, we'll talk about Coast Young Professionals, a great organization. They do this thing, a really successful event that they do called uh, Forever Young Award. We'll talk a little bit about that and some upcoming events as well. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Adele Lyons from the Coast Chamber. She's CEO there and really, really uh, important uh, partner to Coast View. She's on the show all the time, and we get a good sense of things. Hey, listen, before we go to Coast Young Professionals, Forever Young Awards, and then some upcoming events, while we're on this conversation around the challenges that businesses have been through, why don't you tell about the, the, the recent grant program you did and how many businesses were able to be served by it? Yeah, so the, the Coast Chamber and our various divisions um, have created small business grant programs. So a couple of Fridays ago, we did a big grant presentation um, through our Diversity Council uh, with our Shine a Light Minority Small Business Grants. These are funded through a grant we received from Mississippi Power several years ago, and we were able to uh, give 16 $1,000 grants to local minority small businesses that are chamber members. This is a, a, a benefit that we offer, and it's just money right back in their hands. There's a brief application that people fill out, get that into us. There's a review process, um, but we get that $1,000 back in their hands, and, and for most small businesses, this is really a, a just a huge um, impact for them. Some of them are using it for marketing. They kind of consider marketing dollars, advertising dollars a luxury, and we all know that really a necessity in your business to grow your business for exposure uh, they just comes down to it they don't have the money for it so a lot of them are using the dollars there some for some additional equipment but it was just so inspiring there was so much energy in that room when we gave out those grants and people were just like beyond excited it was like christmas morning it's, it's the best thing you can do um and then our Biloxi, Gulfport, Long Beach, and Pass Christian divisions have grants when they do their fundraisers. We have the Seafood Fest. We have Taste of Long Beach. We have the Putting in the Pass. All those events are held so that we can fund small business grants and scholarships. And so in total, um, we've given out 51 grants for a total of $41,000. And you know, if you, if you do the math, it doesn't sound like a whole lot to each of those individuals, but you know, like I said, Ricky, that makes a huge difference to these businesses to have that influx of cash coming back to them. And um, everybody just pumped up about it, super excited. And there's probably a few more grants to come. Um, Biloxi is able to give some reoccupancy grants out to some of their members who go into a building that's been uh, vacated and blighted in the community. So those are, are pretty neat grants too, because that just helps with the community development side of economic development as well. I mean, it can make the difference. For a small business, it could really make the difference between making it and not making it. it and, you know, I know, I know well just based on the, uh, you know, having been in a position where I can do grants as well and be involved in it, it can make, gosh, it can make a big difference. Uh, so let's move. Coast Young Professionals, for people who have not heard of Coast Young Professionals, remind them what that is. Well, it's a, it's a division of the Chamber of Commerce for uh, the 21 to 40 year olds, and we also say young at heart. I go to a lot of their events. I see some other folks that, that maybe are a tad over 40 that attend some of their events. Um, but it's really a professional development and training ground. Most of these young professionals have not served on a board of directors for a nonprofit. Um, they're new starting their business or, or, their, or their companies. They're really growing, and it gives them the opportunity with some training, some 
Uh, we have a thing called best practices where we bring in somebody uh, to talk about sort of their path and how they've grown and what they've learned. And it's, it's a great group that come together and then they generally grow into the chamber. Um, you know, at, at this point early on in their lives, they may see the chamber as something that's a little, you know, their parents were involved in, their grandparents were involved in. They don't really see a place for them there yet. Um, and they, it's really just a, a peer group that comes together uh, for business networking and for professional development, leadership development training. I think the the Forever Young event, the annual Black Time Blue Blue Jeans Gala, is a great event. People enjoy it. We got, you look at you look at the the social media buzz that happens after the event. People are really proud to have received the award and being part of the award. Um, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, it really connects sort of the older generation with the young folks and. Um, I had the honor of being selected one year, and it's a it's a cool thing. It's going really well for you guys, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it's um it's kind of a clash of cultures a little bit with the black tie and the blue jeans. So there's literally a red carpet. It's very um you know the decor is kind of high end black tie, but people are there in their jeans, um, with tennis shoes and maybe a tuxedo shirt and a tie. Or the ladies will have on something kind of sparkly with a jean jacket. So it's kind of a clash of cultures from that standpoint. So that makes it a little different and fun um, where you don't have to completely dress up. And then we recognize 10 mentors that have been nominated by somebody who said, this person made an impact in my life. This person spent some time, effort, energy with me to help me grow. And I want to acknowledge and thank them. So this, is, this was the 14th year that we've done this. And it's, uh, you know, about 250 to 75 people were there. Tons of energy in that room, too. I mean, just a buzz. And I will tell you, too, some emotions in the room. Yeah. The, the folks are that, that have been, are being honored are really taken aback when they see a video uh, from someone who says, you changed my life. You helped me grow. You, and, and they're just... Um, shocked and honored by that. So it was a great group. It was a lot of fun. Great group, uh, group of people. Let me read the list real quick. Uh, Chris yeah. Boudreaux, Laura Payne, Anita Clark, Ryan Golding, Rachel Kessling. Is that how you supposed to say her last Keesling. name? Keesling. Keesling. Bill Lavers, Butch Ostelet, Michelle Seacool, Michael uh, Sunderman, and John Whitfield. Many of them have been on my show, and the ones that have not been on my show, I'll certainly be inviting them to be on the show. But great group. I know they were super excited. Uh, in the short time we have left, let's sh shift gears real quickly. Uh, you've got uh, Connections uh, 3Q update coming from uh, Sean Tindall tomorrow. Uh, get the details on that. Yeah, tomorrow we'll have Sean Tindall, the commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, giving an update about that department. That's Wednesday, tomorrow, 8 a.m., August the 3rd at the Night Nonprofit Center. Doors are going to open at 730. We've got breakfast. Give us a call and we'll get you registered. State of the county coming up with Kent Jones. Pardon? State of the county coming up with Kent Jones. State of the county. We'll have Kent Jones, the president of the Board of Supervisors. Also talking about what's happening in Harrison County. That's on August 9th at the IP. Again, that's a breakfast. Doors open at 730. Uh, we've got about 400 people right now coming to that event. So uh, that'll be a big turnout. Always is to sort of hear what's happening beyond the cities and into the county. Uh, the Pastor Shan Chamber lunch breaks coming up on the very next day, August the 10th. Uh, yeah, let me tell you real quick about these lunch breaks, Ricky. This is an opportunity just to connect and network and eat lunch. 
um, I don't know about you, but got to eat lunch. Got to eat lunch somewhere, either at your desk or out with folks. Make it worth your while and go to a lunch break. The only cost is whatever you spend for lunch. And so we usually have at least one of these a month, and we just invite people to connect. If you're not a chamber member, this is a great way to stick your toe in and see, you know, if you're interested. August 10th, 11 to 12.30, that's the Pastor Christian Chamber lunch break at Shaggy's, at Shaggy's yes. and Pastor Christian. Yes. Um, in their shoes on August the 11th. This is a CYP program where they're going to go to Back Bay Mission and kind of walk through the process of what happens there. What services do they provide? How do they help um, our homeless community? And you can see it from their standpoint of in their shoes. And we think this is a great philanthropy opportunity for our young professionals. I love it. August the 11th program runs from 915 to 1130. They're going to have lunch, a lunch bunch uh, to follow at 1130. And yep. it's at Back Bay Mission. And, of course, we all know Back Bay Mission over a bunch of years has oh. made a tremendous difference. Yeah. And then the uh, last one, see. if we got a chance, we got Roger Wicker coming out in the middle of the month on August 16th. Um, that'll be over at the community college. And so he can give us an update from Washington. Certainly there's a lot happening in Washington. <laughs> um, you know, some excitement there, some, uh, I guess, good, bad, and indifferent. And, uh, he can going to give us an update there and visit with us. And it's a good opportunity to talk with our, our U S Senator. And then lastly, uh, let's see, uh, the chamber one oh one. Yeah, let me just, we do these about once a month, every six weeks or so. This is really an introduction to the chamber and the benefits. So again, if somebody's not a member, you come to this event, eight, we got one at 8.30, we have one at 3.30 in the afternoon, it's about 45 minutes, and it goes to all the chamber benefits. And let me tell you, folks who've been in the chamber for a long time, they think, oh, I don't need to go to that. I know that. I know what the chamber offers. I know what I get. They always walk away and say, I didn't know that. I didn't know you had complimentary job postings. I didn't know you had small business grants. I didn't know about these events. I didn't know you could put, um, you know, business cards up in the chamber office. And so it's just a way to make sure that our members are maximizing their benefits because that's what we want. We want them to grow and be successful and be impactful in our community. And then we also want, um, you know, new members to learn more about the chamber so they can make the decision if they want to join. This is not your father or your grandfather's chamber anymore. It's a, I mean, certainly it still has a lot of those those missions statements, and and they do a lot of a lot that they've always done. But it's a multifaceted organization that's hitting on a bunch of different cylinders. And yeah, I would say that the leadership development you're doing on so many different fronts, both experiential by being involved in committees and by going through some formal training, is so important for Coastal Mississippi. Anyway, it's been a great pleasure to catch up with. You, Adele. Have a great day, and we'll look forward to the next time we get together. Yep. See you soon. You bet. Have a great day. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.